They're adorable. Must suck to suck, huh? <laughs> Should we just leave right now? I'm going to bring a thermosil. Oof. That's all right. We you got to walk home that day. Fisher just drawn to Scotty. It drives me nuts. <laughs> Welcome to Catch a Up Podcast. I'm Mariah Daniels. And I am Scotty D. And we are fresh off of a trip to Sebastian. <laughs> Ooh, I love that place so much. It's just so nice. It's so fun up there. We love uh, doing some camping, getting some family time in, and uh, had a lot of fun this last trip. It's honestly one of the places that I can go and not do well and still be completely fine with it. <laughs> I don't even have to catch a fish, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, just being there and actually fishing and, and just being in that area. I just love it. You know, there's porpoises everywhere, manatees. You know, you go out to the sandbars. There's a million one different fishing opportunities. It's just great family barbecues. You know, the whole the whole shebang of being there and camping is awesome. Yeah, it is. And, and our son Landon is all about camping. He is. He just wants to go every weekend. He's like, are we going to Sebastian? Are we going camping? Yeah, speaking of that, he just asked me if we were going this weekend. And I told him maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that later. We'll find out. But, um, yeah, so we got up to, was it Long Point Campground? No, no, we, this, no was, this time we stayed at uh, Sebastian Inlet State Park. If you've never been there, it is just, you're right on the water. So we had a really sweet campsite and, you know, we're, we're cooking, we're hanging out. And then you just walk a couple steps down and you're right on the, the inlet. You're right, you're right there on the inlet. And like Scotty mentioned, there's porpoises, dolphins just kind of swimming around. It's really cool. We, we got to see this um was it the bait fish that they were chasing? The mullet run. The right mullet now. run. But was that what the dolphins, we were watching them yeah, swarm. Yeah, the, the, the dolphins were corralling the mullet. And then when the dolphins would come in, the Jack Ravels would come in too. And it was just mass feeding frenzies. I have never seen something like that. It was, they were swarming them. In, and when I say there were waves, the water was flat. But the way the dolphins were working together and eating them and it was just it, i have never seen that and then you have the birds up top they're diving down on them it was just a really cool it was some nat geo stuff it going was, on for it was, sure <laughs> and i never experienced it. i just sat there with my drink i was like i don't want fish i'm just take this moment in right now because it was just so captivating watching them nature just do how they do and just people people were on their boats i'm so surprised that these fish didn't just slam into their boats because these people were just like sitting on their boat like stopped and it kind of pushed it towards them and it was just a really, really cool thing to witness uh, while we were there. Can you imagine being those people on the boat, I, like in the middle of that I was action? saying that. I was like, God. I can't imagine. The footage, Hopefully they pulled out their cameras. I hope, because I was filming from where we were, but they had a great shot of that. Um, but yeah, it's a really, really cool area to go. And we were catching uh, snapper, uh, redfish. Snook. Um, snook trout everything trout i mean it's it was really oh, cool dad caught a flounder we got up there a little bit after your parent your parents were there first yeah yeah so this is how it all started so uh we were going to head up there on a friday but we couldn't because our son is part of a baseball team so we had to go to that that you coach too so yeah you both, and I you both had to be there so we both had to be there <laughs> And we were like, okay, we packed up everything the night before. We're like, as soon as the game's over, we are getting in the truck and we are heading up. And we live in West Palm, so it's about an hour, hour and a half drive. And uh, what sealed the deal for me was when my dad sent me a picture of almost a 40-inch redfish that he caught. The night, yeah, the night before. The night before. And Scott was like, should we just leave right now? <laughs> should we I just skip the game? I literally was ready to skip the game. <laughs> I was like, you know what? There'll be more games. We got to go. The, the mullet run is going on. The fish are eating. We got to go. We got to get there. Got to go. <laughs> but yeah, so we got in the car and we uh, took the journey. Listen to our son ask us, are we there yet? Are we there yet? It was a real quick trip. We do like to try to get there on a Friday and you have more time. But we got there 
late Saturday, like probably yeah. like four o'clock. We got there three o'clock and which, which was nice. We were there for that, the night kind of bite there. I and, do advise though, if you want to do some serious fishing and you're also a party kind of person <sighs> to spend multiple days there because one night of fishing and possibly a bit of one morning is not enough, especially when you wake up with a hangover. I don't know. Yeah, you're not going to feel good. Someone, no. someone who was was up a little later than me. Um, but the only downside, I mean, we got there and my mother-in-law had told us she was like, hey, there's some no So I was like, all right. Didn't plan accordingly because I did not bring any like legging, like pants. All I have were short. I mean, it's it's September, no, October in Sebastian. I was like, I don't need, you know, pants. It's going to be hot. That was the biggest mistake ever. Nociums are no joke. I've never experienced the attack that I had of these little tiny, tiny little. You and everybody else. I think me and Dad were the only ones that made it out alive. I was at least I brought like you know a a pajama, long sleeve pants for our son Landon. He had socks on and shoes, so it's really. um, I think maybe he got a couple on his hand, a couple on his legs. But when I tell you, I couldn't wear shorts, y'all, for like a, a week. Easily, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint you guys a quick picture here. <laughs> so, we had we had some adult beverages, some cocktails. So you know, at the time, it's not a big deal. You're like, oh, espresso whatever. martinis. So your Mariah's so wearing the date. You know, the Daisy Duke shorts that everybody wears nowadays, <laughs> half up your butt, your crotch, all that stuff. <laughs> Wear them up around your belly, up your belly button. She's wearing a pair of those. You know, and a crop top. <laughs> yeah, and a crop top. <laughs> and we're out there fishing. You know, at night. And she's getting chewed up. She's like, man, they're getting me, blah, blah, blah. Well, eventually her and Landon go in the camper. Yeah, I did. Let's fast forward to the next day real quick. (laughs) We wake up and she's like, man, Scott, they ate me up alive. This girl looked like she had Ebola. (laughs) Chicken pox, like something, man. There was bites on every square centimeter of her skin. Oh, it was horrible. Just red dots. It was. I've never seen anybody react like that. And all like night I was spraying. I've never, I've never lived here my whole life. I've never reacted oh, yeah. that way I've to them. It was the, so no bad. Sims don't care about the deep woods deep. They do not they just care. Eat it. We tried two different ones too. We had deep woods and whatever that other off whatever. No, they did not care. I yeah, was like, where I need care. a thermosil. I need just a net. I need like a. I need to put me in a bubble. But um, I mean, at least the fishing was was decent. I lost a couple, but you know, our son Landon. What was it? Probably he's just like he's got like the fishing jeans like you. You he just you give yeah, him a rod Landon, and a bait Landon and he'll just it. he catches them. My mother, there's actually a video of my mother-in-law and she Landon goes up right behind her. Cast she's been fishing all morning and throws his line and he's sitting there talking, not even really paying attention. He's like ding ding. He's like ooh, reels it in first keeper snapper and my mother-in-law's face, her jaw drops and she's just like, are you serious? Four I've hours been fishing in. for two days. Yeah. <laughs> she fished the night before all morning until we got there. And it there. was a stud. It wasn't like it was just oh, a it little a good... one. It was a stud. So it was like, He tasted oh, delicious man. too. <laughs> he sure did. So we get there and my parents have a bucket of shrimp and they're just, you know, uh, da, 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 we're just catching some snapper and stuff. And, uh, so my dad pulled, he's like, Junior, go get the cast net, get us some. There was uh, pilchards everywhere. So I was like, okay. Cast net, a, one, I think one throw. I filled the whole five-gallon bucket, bucket full of pilchards to where I had to let a bunch go and had a bunch gill netted and just had to put what I could in the bucket. And I was like, okay, well, we're done. So now come about an hour later, I just happened to walk over there because we're, we're planning to wait until dark. 
And I look in that bucket, and there's not one swimming fish in there. I'm like, oh, uh, son of a gun. I grabbed the wrong bucket out of the truck. Yep, sure did. So I was like, oh, no, man. I don't know if the pilchards are going to be here. And they weren't there for a little while. And then I miraculously, they came through one more time, threw again, filled it, got them in a good bucket, and we had pilchards all night. It was right at our campsite. So we didn't virtually didn't even leave. We didn't have to go anywhere. I think to do we walked anything. 20 feet one direction we went, or the other. One at one point throughout the night, we went just to check the dock because someone had said something about, you know, fishing over there. Well, the so. mullet were going through and they weren't getting close to the shore. So we went over there to cast. Is that, what, the is that why you yeah. were cast netting? Yeah. So, so I went to the dock and a cast netted a bunch of mullet. <laughs> Espresso martinis in at that point. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't no, know this, we went there to cast At bait. this point, it's I like, grabbed my rod. We had every opportunity to absolutely put a sleigh fest on the fish, but it, we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to wait till this time to fish and stuff, wait for the tide to be right. And yeah. Well, I cut out early. All partied because our son Landon wanted to, I think we wanted to watch, there was a game on, and we we're watching the college game in the camp where he was, he, we were, like we mentioned, there were so many noceums that night. So after a while, and he was over it after his game earlier and the trip up and fishing as soon as we got there. So. He was like, Mom, just lay with me. And then I got comfortable. I was just in my recliner in the camper and the AC with my, my martini <laughs> watching college football. I was like, I'm going to go hang and out. And it sucked for me that night, too, because every <laughs> mullet I put out there got smoked. But my hookup ratio sucked. I could not. I mean, I switched hooks. I switched everything. Yeah, you was, were, that, that We'll say this was probably one I of know. the first times we'd fish that you didn't really just just slay it nope how's it was, feel how's it feel to be like the rest of us it feels horrible i don't know why you guys <laughs> welcome to my life <laughs> it it's, must suck to suck huh <laughs> could have put a lot more work into it just honestly we're being lazy and more just enjoying the atmosphere well, like you said it, it, was, it had been a while it and we like you mentioned i mean there were just it was a quick trip and we honestly it was a last minute thing the night before we packed up just because our son and wanted to go and our father-in-law was you know catching fish we were like all right let's just Let's go up there. But we did not know the severity of the noceums, which definitely put a hold on my fishing. And this is going to sound horrible and because then, we're freaking Florida Florida crackers, man. We're born and raised here. And no, but if I'm I saying, had pants on, maybe. And, been, and I don't understand why nobody thought that damn noceums were by saltwater. I, I, well, we know this, but I've never, never that, that bad. That was pretty that, extreme. I've never that was pretty extreme. in my life experienced them that bad. I am 34 years old. I had to think about it. 33 or 34? I'm 34. You're 34. And I have never experienced noceums to that extreme, to where I, I was like, I'm not fishing. That I mean, was probably one of the worst I've ever experienced in myself. Uh, hands down, the worst that I've ever. Well, guess what? They're getting ready to go away now. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. A little bit of the cooler weather coming in. So Campfires, now it's be, the whole deal. Well, I'm going to bring a thermosil, see if that helps as well. Because <laughs> I'm just going to try anything. They've got to have something to, to help deter those, because that was intense. Yeah, no, exactly. Mom and dad went back the following week, this past weekend. Uh-huh. Got keeper snook. Mom caught like 15 redfish. Oh, yeah. Mom's whole bunch it. of trout. It's because we weren't there. Like, I would think they limited this out on mangroves. This was also after we are after fresh Hurricane off Ian. of Hurricane Ian. Now, Hurricane Ian didn't really impact us here. We had a little bit of wind, some nothing too intense. But obviously, our friends directly across from us, um, Sanibel... You know, over there on the Gulf Coast, yeah. uh, Pine Island, though that area just the entire west coast of Florida, yeah. almost pretty much to Orlando, all through the central. Florida, I mean, yeah, Lake and then Placid. up through just above us, we're we're right across like they got the devastated. south um, east side of the lake. So that kind of just went straight up through and just over just north of the lake, right through flood, just completely devastated that area. But also in 
Vero, Sebastian. They also got a lot of yeah. They of got a wind lot of a lot of high tides going on there. Right, you know, the, the water level is up more than what they expected. Yes, way more than what they thought on this side of the state. Right. So, but for some reason, man, it turned them fish on. Yeah, because then they that they was, went for it. They all that bait was flooded up in there, and they just went to town. Because we were there a couple days before Ian, and then your parents went the few days, like three days after Ian. And then now, you know, here we are this this week. So we're, I think we're, we're going back this weekend. <laughs> we're going to go back up there this weekend, do some Pretty fishing. Sure. Pretty sure. Oh, we're supposed, it's supposed to be a little rainy, but we are going to get that cool front. Hey. We got a camper now. We don't got to worry about that. I know. That's where, that's, we just talked about how much I enjoy the camper. <laughs> yeah. That whole, <laughs> tent, that whole tent life thing is out the window. There's a recliner. It, it, it has a Two massage. Recliners. It heats. <laughs> I have martinis. I got a TV. There's a TV in there. <laughs> There's a table. You play cards. If it's oh, it's fabulous. A bathroom. <laughs> Showers. I mean, this is the like whole shebang. upgrade. <laughs> But my recommendation right now, if you're listening to this and you live locally in the area, is uh, get up to Sebastian, especially with the mullet run going on right now, and get you some live mullet. And I mean, if you go to the piers or the jetty or anything like that, I mean, you're going to do no wrong. There is just fish all over around all the bridges. Not only that, but it's just is really, really beautiful. We mentioned the porpoises, but also there's a ton. We've seen so many sea turtles right there just kind of going by it's just really cool experience if you have kids or if you have family yeah. in town for them to experience that as well yep. um it is just it's very a fun, high in wildlife very and it, i mean it is the, st- the just state park there so. don't leave your bait in your bucket outside at night or you oh. will have raccoons everywhere them coons gonna get it because they, they're gonna just, crunch those shrimps yep, you'll hear them <laughs> we were in our tent chewing. last year and you just hear <laughs> right next to my head right by our faces on her Eating, opening our buckets, eating our shrimp. You yell at them, they come they're right so back. They're so cute. They're so oh, cute. Oh, man. They're so they're cute. Little, little bandits. They're little, little fingers. Giant rats. <laughs> they're adorable. They're cool, but they're a pain in the butt. <laughs> no, they're great. All right. So um, now if you are going to go up there, let's do a little tackle time with this about, you know, your what what would be the technique well, to Well, you're going to, I mean, there. with your tackle, you're just going to have to figure out what kind of fish you want to catch. Mm-hmm. If you want to catch big fish, you know, I recommend like a 30-pound main line. You know, whether you're using braid or mono, you know, probably 40-pound leader. That's going to get your snook, your redfish. Obviously, you can go up or down. I always try and go as light as possible. I feel like I get more bites that way. Um, you're going for snapper. You're going to want, you know, a little bit of a smaller bait. You're going to want a little tackle down a little. You don't want to be, you know, with a giant snook rod catching a 10-inch mangrove. Right. <laughs> so you want to just match your gear accordingly to what you're actually fishing for. Um, there's a lot of artificial opportunities right now. I know we talked about live bait. It's just kind of something that we like to do a lot, but we also do artificial a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, a ton. So if you're in artificial, this would be the time to get up there and do that now, too. And yeah, what was that one you used the last time we were out? That cute little... Just a little swim jig. Little swim jig. The yeah, one... Yeah, little tsunami he, he swim looks, jig. Yeah, the, that's what it was. Little tsunami swim... I can't say it. Tsunami. Let's do it together. Tsunami. Swim, swim jig. jig. Say it three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could. <laughs> Can't even say it once. No, yeah, last time with that, I mean, it was every cast. Right, it so. Was, so you can get into fish like that. It's just, it's a different kind of place in this state. You know, I've fished all over, and when it's right there, it is right. And it's just, or people with no experience right. catch fish. People that are experienced can go there and catch fish. I mean, it's just. I can't say enough about how awesome that place is. And we've also mentioned before, too, if, like if you aren't familiar with it, you want to get out, talk to 
the bait shops and, and yep. let them know what, they're gonna they'll guide you as yeah, well. Yeah, they're gonna guide you and tell you what they're what biting you should on. Get, right you know now. what's biting just to help you. In also, addition. I mean, if you're just making a trip over there and you want to go, you don't have a boat. You have a there is lots of guides there. There's you know charters, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. You can go offshore. The offshore fishing there is phenomenal as well. The inshore is almost second to none, and there are tons of guides that'll take care of you over at uh, Captain Hiram's and some of those hotels over there. They can help you out with that. And if I could say one thing for you guys to never forget, if you're leaving on a Sunday, don't leave before 11 o'clock and <laughs> stopping in at Krabby Bill's and getting conch fritters and their seared tuna. They should, they, they should have to pay me for that plug oh right my there. Gosh. It is literally Bills. one of the most exciting Fish places. Mm. It's a seafood market and restaurant and mainly a seafood market. And it is... You got to get the tuna sauce. Oh, I mean, from extra the tuna sauce. <laughs> everything's fresh. It's, it's just the best. such it a is. great place. They're they're a great great stop. Good call. Yeah. I mean, every time we go, we're like, so we can't, can't leave until after eleven a.m. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> we always end up sitting in the parking lot waiting for the place to open before we drive One, home. I know. It's we always just, go first thing in the morning. Fresh you want it as fresh as possible, possible and then you, you have know, it for Sunday fun day. I, I buy two pounds of tuna and let it sit in a refrigerator. I get the conch fritters, yeah, conch sauce. Conch, I get no. the tuna. Make my tuna poke bowls. Oh, oh okay. Man. Here's the other thing. Another tip here. Crabby bills. <laughs> when you go there, this is not a lot of people know about this because it's not advertised. You have to know when you get tuna or anything there, ask for tuna sauce. I just said the tuna sauce, extra tuna sauce. Oh, we were last time we were there, the girl dropped it. Oh yeah, he was so mad. <laughs> he went, we were like, he was like, I don't have any. We went back the next day. Yeah, we went back. The he was next like, I gotta day. make a new batch. He's like, I had to make a new batch. The girl dropped it. I was like, oh <laughs> man, devastation. That's like, oof. That's all right. We you got to walk home that day. We got. Coming out of your bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably be up there again. That's where we spend a lot of our weekends when we're not out at the lake or, or making a trip down to the Keys or just fishing locally. We, we do a lot of fishing, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. yeah, we do. But you know what? It's what we enjoy. That is. And, and it's great family bonding experiences. Yeah, we have a good time doing it. So we'll uh, we'll have to get Landon in to chat about some fishing here soon. And we've been talking about him coming on, so we'll have to do that. Yeah, we'll get on here and let him talk about bluegills and stuff. Yeah, you guys Oka have been out Joby. to the lake the last... Yeah couple of weeks too and it's either been the lake or sebastian so we'll chat about that too but um thank y'all so much for checking out the catch em up podcast and please subscribe to our channel uh, i linked our handles in the description you guys can follow us on social as we uh, post a lot while we're out about doing some fishing too in addition to our youtube channel um so we gotta get some videos up there as well but until we chat again get on out there and catch them up Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.